national anthem, the New York Mets are on the field. This broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Rheingold Brewers Incorporated, the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation, and the Sun Oil Company. As you know, the Los Angeles Dodgers are on top of the National League race. They lead the Pittsburgh Pirates by two full games, the Giants by three and a half. The Dodgers are at Philadelphia tonight. The San Francisco Giants are at Pittsburgh, where it has been raining. We'll keep you posted on the progress of other games as we proceed with this one here at Chase Stadium in New York. The Mets on the field have Ed Cranepool at first. Chuck Hiller at second, Bud Harrison at short, Ed Pursue at third, Danny Napoleon in left field, Cleon Jones in center field, and Al Luplo in right. Greg Goosen is the catcher, Jack Fisher is the pitcher. He has won 10 games and he has lost 14. Up to lead off now is Clark Davis. He's been up 19 times, had two hits, one double, one run better than hitting 105. At Oklahoma City during the regular season, he hit 261. Now the warm-up surround at Connie Mack Stadium in Philadelphia. Claude Osteen for the Los Angeles Dodgers as they start the left-hander. Chris Short for the Phillies as they start the left-hander. Here's the first pitch of this game, and it's low for a ball. The umpire behind the plate is Tom Gorman. Lee Wire is at first base. Billy Williams is at second. And Frank Deslin is at third. Atlanta scheduled at Cincinnati tonight, postponed because of rain in Cincinnati. Here's an attempt at a drag, but missed, and it's one and one. The Chicago Cubs are at St. Louis tonight in a latest start. And as we mentioned, the Giants in Pittsburgh, where it has been raining. The American League, the Yankees at Chicago tonight. Here's the pitch to Brock Davis. Swung on and hit in the right field for a base hit. So Davis turns first and holds there as Luplo comes up with the ball. Tony Jackson is coming up the shortstop with a season's average of 290. He has three home runs and 25 runs batted in. Jack Fisher last year for the Mets won eight and lost 24. So far this season he's won 10 and lost 14. Against Houston this year, he's won one and lost one. He steps off the rubber right now, and Jackson steps out of the batter's box. Fisher's lifetime record against the Houston Astros is three wins and seven losses. He throws to first, Brock Davis is back safely. Fisher's 27 years of age, 6'2", 212-pounder. Now the pitch, and it is swung on and fouled off. Right down into the dirt. Strike one. For the Houston Astros, Nellie Fox is on the coaching lines at first, and manager Grady Hatton is running the club from the coaching lines at third base here tonight. Jim Busby normally is the third base coach for the Astros, but Hatton's on the line. Here's a strike one pitch, and it is bunted on and fouled off. Brock Davis on his way to second, holds up, comes back to first. The runner was moving on the pitch. It is a two-strike count now. Here's Sonny Jackson to play.
Mets already have clinched the season series from the Houston Astros. Two strike delivery and it's low and away for a ball. It's one and two. Starting play tonight, the Mets are trailing the eighth place Astros by four and one half games. So it is mathematically impossible for the Mets to overtake the Astros in the games remaining. Here's a pitch out. He's not going. Davis returns to the bag at first. Two and two. The count to Sonny Jackson. For the Mets to have maintained any chance of overtaking the Houston Astros, the Astros would have had to lose last night. They didn't. They beat Cincinnati three to two. Now the runner goes, and here's a swing and a drive through the hole vacated by shortstop Harrelson and the center for a base hit. Frog Davis goes to third, and on at first is Sonny Jackson. Well, with the runner going, Fred Harrelson moved to the bag to take a possible throw, and the ball was punched on a line just to the spot where Harrelson had vacated. It might have been a double play ball had he not gone because it's likely he could have made the catch in the air and double the runner who had gone. But such are the ways of the hit-and-run play. So that the Astros have runners at first and third, nobody out. And Joe Morgan coming up. He's hitting 286, five home runs, and 42 runs batted down. Morgan batting left with Astros leading at first and third. And the pitch in there for a call strike. Jack Fisher lost to the Astros at the Astrodome 5-3 on May 24th. He worked two and two-thirds innings. Gave up six hits, five runs. But then he shut out the Astros, also at the Astrodome, three to nothing on four hits on September 20th. He checks runners and throws to first. Back safely, Sonny Jackson. Another throw to first, and again, Jackson dives back in safely. Brock Davis, the runner at third, and Chuck Harrison has moved out on deck for Houston. Another throw to first, close play, back safely. The Mets and Houston have played 15 games. The Mets have won 10, the Astros have won 5. message board in right field now. Osteen versus Short in Philadelphia. Here Fisher throws to first again, not in time. The message board will keep the fans informed here at Chase Stadium of the progress of the Dodger and Pirate game. Here's a curveball. It's high. One and one. No score. Houston batting in the top half of the first inning. The Astros scheduled here again tomorrow night. And finally on Sunday afternoon, that'll be Fan Appreciation Day. 1-1 delivery with the runner at first going. Goosen throws to second, and he is out at second base. The runner at third hold. No advance by Brian Davis at third. And Sonny Jackson is thrown out. It's the 14th time this year he's been caught stealing. He has stolen 47 bases. The Jackson goes out, Greg Goosen to Brett Harrison, one away, a runner at third, and a count of two and one now to Joe Morgan at the plate. Goosen throw on the money at second base to get a very fleet Sonny Jackson, who's stolen 47 bases.
Here's the pitch outside. Fisher goes behind 3-1 with Chuck Harrison on deck.
all this, plus specialized programs on farm news, sports, weather, and business, make WGY's news department your best information center for what's going on in the world today. Sending up Bud Harrison to face Larry Durker. Young right-hander, 20 years of age, 6'4", 190 pounder from Woodland Hills, California. Durker has won 10 and lost 7 this year for Houston against the Mets. He's won 1 and lost 2. Last year for the Astros, he won 7 and lost 8. His lifetime record against the Mets, 4 wins and 2 losses. Bud Harrison is a young switch-hitting shortstop batting left here against the right-hander. Hitting 218 with four home runs and 12 runs batted in. Durker's pitch is in for a call strike. Against the speed and bunning ability of Harrelson, third baseman Bob Astromati has moved in on the grass at third base for Houston. Pitch is low, breaking ball, and Harrelson has started to sort of drag the ball. He pulled the bat off, and it's one and one. Killer waiting on deck, and here's the pitch in there for a call strike fastball as again Harrison moved up his throw to bunt. The Astros have Chuck Harrison at first, Joe Morgan at second, Sonny Jackson at short, and Bob Aspromati are on at third. Lee May in left, Brock Davis in center, Rusty Saab in right. Bill Heath catching, here's a swing and a miss, strike three, strike out credited to Larry Durkin. Killer, the second baseman, coming up with a season's batting average of 289. He has two home runs and 14 runs batted in. The American League, here is the final score. First game of a twilight doubleheader. Minnesota Twins 10 and the American League champion Baltimore Orioles 7. Here's a pitch high and away. Mudcat Grant got the win. Al Worthington relieved in the ninth. Dave McNally took the loss. Two Miller relieved in the eighth. Rich Rollins, Carmen Killebrew, and Bob Allison at home runs, all for the Minnesota Twins. Here's a swing and a miss. One and one to Chuck Hillis. So now the Twins and the Orioles have another to play tonight. Kansas City at Detroit in a later start tonight. Cleveland at California in a much later start tonight. The Yankees at Chicago in a later start tonight. Here's a one-one pitch to Hiller. Swung on top just to third, and retreating is Astromani, and behind him is Sonny Jackson calling him off. Jackson makes the catch on the rim of the outfield grass behind Astromani. Two away, and now Cleon Jones. The next center fielder is hitting 278. He has eight home runs, 56 runs batted in. He brings a six-game hitting streak into tonight's contest. He's had eight hits from the last 22 times he's had a clip of 364. Leon settles himself carefully into the batter's box to face Larry Durker. Situation, nobody on and two men out, no score. Pitches a fastball in there for a called strike. Al Luplo has moved out on deck now for the Mets. The Mets club leaders are posted on the message board and right. In base hits, Ron Hunt and Cleon Jones, 136 feet. Here is the pitch low and it bounced off the hand of up by Tom Dorman. Takes a little walk around until the pain subsides. Leading in doubles for the Mets, 
Jen Boyer with 28 and Hunt second with 19. And triple dead pursuit with five. Jones and Swoboda four each. Home run, Cranepool 15, Boyer 14. Runs batted in, Boyer 61, Jones 56. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. Leading the Mets and run scored. Leon Jones with 74, Ron Hunt second with 63. And among the pitchers, Bob Shaw has 12 wins and his drive-out has 11. Shaw had one before he came to the Mets. He has had 11 wins with the New York Mets. Drive-out is 111. One-two pitch. Hit on the ground, back to Larry Durker, who uses all his height to pull it down to the mound and throw on the first in time. The side is out. Well, with a high boundary going back to the mound, and Larry Durker reached as high as he could, pulled it down, made the play on the first base. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The score at the end of an inning is Houston nothing and the Mets nothing. Well, the Houston Astros will be here again tomorrow night. It'll be ladies' night here at Chase Stadium. Rob Gardner will pitch for the New York Mets, and Chris Zachary will be going for the Houston Astros. Then on Sunday afternoon, Fan Appreciation Day, it will be the New York Mets and the Houston Astros playing the final game of the 1966 season here at Shea Stadium. So after this one, there are two more. Two more opportunities to see the Mets before they open up here next spring. According to the tentative National League schedule recently released to the press, that's the schedule to open here against the Pittsburgh Pirates next year. As we go to the bottom half, or rather to the top half of the second inning, it's going to be Rusty Staub coming up to lead off for the Houston Astros. Staub's hitting 282. He has 13 home runs and 80 runs batted in. Fisher with a record of 10 wins and 14 losses, trying for his 11th win of the year tonight, which would tie him with Dennis Ryback and Bob Shaw. Here's a pitch low for a ball for most wins by a Met right-hander. As we pointed out just a moment ago, Shaw, of course, won one for the Giants before he came to the Mets this year, so that Shaw has a total of 12 victories for the season. Here's a 1-0 pitch to Rusty Starr. Breaking ball in there for a call strike. 1-1. Before tonight's game, Ralph Kiner was talking to a former Met and former National League star with the Dodgers, Duke Snyder. What did the Duke have to say, uh, Ralph? Well, the Duke is in great spirits, and of course he's got a new hairdo. He's coming up with black hair all over, and he used to have silver all through his hair even when he was young. And he said he's the only manager that managed the season started out with gray hair and ended up with black. Usually goes the other way around. That's <laughs> right. Pitches in for a call strike, one and two. Yeah, I understand that when the Duke first went back to his ball club with the new hairdo and so forth, they didn't recognize him. That's right. He said he walked to the lobby, said hello to two players, and didn't even spare the low back to him. Here's <laughs> a pitch inside. It's two and two. That has some great possibilities. Oh, doesn't, doesn't though for those curfew hours. <laughs> nobody out, nobody out with the Astros batting here in the top half of the second inning. Now Rusty Saw backed out of the batter's box. Fisher delivers. 
2-2. And it's high and away. So the count runs out full now at 3 and 2 to Rusty Stark.
Here's a pitch to Heath, and it's hit off the end of the bat, rolling off out of play. It's strike one. Bob Aspromani is swinging bats on deck. General Eckert, the commissioner of baseball, was here before tonight's ball game. As uh, a documentary was being filmed in which he plays a prominent part. Strike one pitch, uh, misses everything, comes all the way back to the screen, and moving on to second is Lee May. A wild pitch, charged against Jack Fisher. Had one sail over the outstretched lug of catcher Greg Goosen, and all the way back to the screen. Astros have a runner at second one away. As you know, in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles have long since wrapped up the American League pennant. First time that Baltimore has won a pennant. 1-1 one, one pitch. Inside low, 2-1. Time baseball fans, of course, they are well aware that the Baltimore franchise was once the St. Louis Brown. This is a 2-1 delivery. Breaks low for a ball, 3-1. Ralph, I wonder if the St. Louis Brown fan club is still active in St. Louis. I know it was up till a year or two, but I haven't heard too much of it lately. Well, I guess Eddie Goodell dying might have hurt them a little bit. The midgets have played for the Browns. Bill Beck at the club. Browns won the pennant back in 1944. Yes, they did. Who was the match? Luke Sewell? Oh, no. I think it was. I'd have bet. Here's a swing and a ground ball towards second base. It's taken there by Hiller, and he plays over to Cranesville in time. Lee May moves on to third up the infield out. There's two men out. And Bob Astromonte is coming up. Astros hitting 250. Eight home runs, 52 runs batted in. A native of Brooklyn. Fisher. The World Series, of course, this year opens in the home park of the National League champion, having opened last year at Minnesota as the Twins won the American League pennant last year. Side-arm delivery low for ball one. So if no playoffs are necessary, the World Series will be opening up on Wednesday in the National League Park. Two games and a travel day. Then three if three are necessary and a travel day and then two more back in the National League. Here's a pitch low. Two and all. See, Lindsay, that you're going to do the cover and pre- and post-game coverage of the World Series for the Armed Forces Radio Network. Well, I'm looking forward to that, Ralph, because uh, as a soldier, I have heard those broadcasts overseas, and I figured I'd like to try this end for a change. We had a recruiter out here earlier before this ball game started that might change your mind. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you're right. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Uh, we sat up here in the booth, and uh, for once, your pregame show got all of our undivided attention. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swung on it on the ground back to third. 
As a matter of fact, along the press row here, everybody was gathered to watch your pregame show, and we, we were watching, of course, your guests, but mostly we enjoyed watching you and Duke Snyder, because that was something to see. Yes, it was, right. <laughs> I saw this uh, sign across the young lady. Uh, oh, you noticed that, all right. This what? They miss New Action Army. New Action Army. Here's a part of a high pop to George Centerfield, and back there is Bud Harrelson. He makes the catch and the side is off. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left to score at the end of an inning and a half is Houston nothing and the Mets nothing. Did you ever stop to think how many lonesome travelers there are here in Yonder? How thirsty they get? Well, I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I've been to traveling all. I traveled here and then I From California to New York, the American folk singer travels here and yonder, carrying with him the music of the whole world and its people. And sometimes when the traveling gets thirsty, he puts down his guitar and accompanies himself with a cold beer, maybe Rheingold. And in New York City, where more songs and travelers stop than anywhere else in the world, more people buy Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe it's the Oregon hops we use. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. bottom half of the second. Before we do, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're tuned to 810 on your dial. WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Conner and Bob Murphy here at Shea Stadium in New York. And Al Luplo is up now to lead off for the Mets. As Larry Durker deals the pitch to the left-hand batter, and fouled back out of play. Luplo is hitting 255 for the season. He has seven home runs and 31 runs by the deck. Strike one pitch to Al Luplo. It's fastball low. He shortened up his own about took it 1-1. Ralph, I have never seen your pregame show get that much attention from the crowd down in the lower field boxes. They started jamming up the aisles and everything as this, well, sort of scamily clad young lady came out there under the light. Here's an attempted bot to foul back into the seats and out of play. Lindsay, that's the biggest crowd we've drawn in years down there. <laughs> and when he was also titled Miss Bikini, you can understand why we drew that crowd. Notice that our producer, Bob Andrews, stayed down there for the show. It's the first time I've seen him there this year. We had a tough time getting anybody to work on that show. There's a swing and a little number back in front of the plate. Taken by Durker, tossed the first in time, and Luplo grounds out, pitch it to first. That'll bring up Ed Cranebull, the first baseman. Hitting 253, he brings a six-game hitting streak into tonight's ball game. He has had 10 hits in his last 24 times up. A 417 clip. Back in the days of World, World War II, they used to uh, recruit soldiers by marching bands, but I think maybe this way is a little bit better. 
See, they're going to get more soldiers. I can see that. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. You know, sometimes a college will recruit a football player and the head coach will take him out to dinner and wine him, dine him, and he assigns a scholarship. Couldn't see the head coach again for two years. Here's a pitch that's high and tight for a ball, and I think that might be the way with this recruiting campaign. Waiting on deck here is Greg Gerson. One-one delivery. Foul back and out of play. It's one and two. Stadium in Philadelphia. The Dodgers did not score in the first inning. The Phillies did not score in the first inning. Dodgers nothing, Phillies nothing going to the second. Bardo seen against Chris Short. It's raining at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. The Giants and the Pirates schedule there. Low for a ball. So the start of that game at Forbes Field is being held up as they're making an effort to get it in. The Dodgers lead the Pirates by two games. behind it. 
Meanwhile, Greg Houston swings the bat as he waits. 2-2 delivery. Swung on and missed, and it pops out of the glove of Bill Heath. And he tags Houston, and the side is retired. Second strikeout for Durker. Houston did not make an attempt to run after the ball was dropped by the catcher. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The score at the end of two full innings is Houston nothing and the Mets nothing. In the National League, it's all nine action. With the Dodgers batting in the top of the second. Dodgers nothing, Phillies nothing. Claude Osteen, who has won 17 and lost 13 against Chris Short, who's won 18 and lost 10. Giants scheduled at Pittsburgh, and it's raining at Forbes Field. The Atlanta Braves scheduled at Cincinnati. That one has been postponed because of rain. And the Chicago Cubs are at St. Louis in the latest start. In the American League... It's all-night action. The New York Yankees are scheduled at Chicago against the White Sox in a later start. And the first game of a twilight doubleheader, the Minnesota Twins defeated the American League champion Baltimore Orioles 10-7. Mudcat Grant got the win. He's 13-13. Dave McNally took the loss. He's 13-6. Rich Rollins, Harmon Killebrew, and Bob Allison had homers for Minnesota. For Killebrew, his 38th of the season. Now we have the warm-ups in the second game. Jim Merritt for Minnesota and Jim Palmer for Baltimore. Kansas City at Detroit in a latest start. Cleveland at California in a latest. We go into the third inning here now. And for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsay. First man up will be Larry Jerker. Right-hand batting pitcher. And Larry swings at a curveball as Jack Fisher starts off at strike one. Berker with 10 hits and 65 times up, batting 154. Jack Fisher has given up three hits. He has allowed no runs. The only three hits of the ballgame. Pitch back is hit out in front of the plate. Pitcher comes off the mound in a hurry. He has the ball. It's short of first base. in plenty of time for the out. So Jack gets his first here in the top of the third, and it brings up for the second time Brock Davis. Brock playing in center field. Davis single to right field his first time up. He's batting 150. Now has three hits and 20 times up. Hit 261 in Oklahoma City this year. Left-hand batter. Used to no runs, three hits. The Mets have no runs and no hits. Mets played the Astros 15 previous ball games, and the Mets won 10 and lost five of those. Right here in New York, the Mets have won five of the six games played. First pitch to Brock Davis. A called strike over the outside corner as Fisher goes to the fastball. Astros have finished up their home season. Pitch back is swung on and fouled down the dirt. Strike two. Mets will outdraw the Astros this year. In fact, they already have. Astros at home have drawn 1,872,108. The Mets have drawn 1,882,267 with this game yet to be recorded and also Saturday and Sunday's game. Now the two-strike pitch. Checked on and it's ball one. One ball and two strikes. The Astros on the road drew 1,059,244 through their first 67 dates with three more to go. And totally, they have drawn close to 2,931,000. They will miss the 3 million mark, which the Mets have already passed for total attendance this year. Mets have drawn 3,059,801, both on the road and at home. Next pitch is outside, and the count two balls and two strikes. 
Davis, a left-hander with a 2-2 count, and Jack Fisher checks out his sign, comes back again. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. The ball dropped by Greg Houston, but he picks it up in time to make the tag right by home plate on Brock Davis as he starts off for first. We go into the third inning here now, and for the play-by-play, Ralph Kiner. Thank you, Lindsay. First man up will be Larry Durker. Right-hand batting pitcher, and Larry swings with a curveball as Jack Fisher starts off at strike one. Durker with 10 hits and 65 times up, batting 154. Jack Fisher has given up three hits. He has allowed no runs. The only three hits of the ballgame. Pitch back is hit out in front of the plate. Fisher comes off the mound in a hurry. He has the ball. It's thrown to first base. in plenty of time for the out. So Jack gets his first here in the top of the third, and it brings up for the second time Brock Davis. Brock playing in center field. Davis single to right field is first time up. He's batting 150. Now has three hits in 20 times up. Hit 261 in Oklahoma City this year. Left-hand batter. Used to no runs, three hits. The Mets have no runs and no hits. Mets played the Astros 15 previous ball games, and the Mets won 10 and lost five of those. Right here in New York, the Mets have won five of the six games played. First pitch to Brock Davis, a called strike over the outside corner as Fisher goes to the fastball. Astros have finished up their home season. Pitch back is swung on and fouled down the dirt, strike two. Mets will outdraw the Astros this year. In fact, they already have. Astros at home have drawn a million eight hundred seventy-two thousand one hundred eight. The Mets have drawn a million eight hundred eighty-two thousand two hundred sixty-seven. With this game yet to be recorded, and also Saturday and Sunday's game. Now the two-strike pitch. Checked on, and it's ball one. One ball and two strikes. The Astros on the road drew a million fifty-nine thousand two hundred forty-four through their first sixty-seven dates, with three more to go. And totally, they have drawn close to 2,931,000. They will miss the 3 million mark, which the Mets have already passed for total attendance this year. Mets have drawn 3,059,801, both on the road and at home. Next pitch is outside, and they count two balls and two strikes. Davis, a left-hander with a 2-2 count, and Jack Fisher checks out his sign, comes back again, and the pitch is swung on and missed, strike three, the ball dropped by Greg Houston, but he picks it up in time to make the tag right by home plate on Brock Davis as he starts off for first. Now Fisher with his first strikeout, his second out here in the top of the third, and brings up Sonny Jackson, who's singled in the left field on a perfect hit-and-run play his first time up, Jackson batting 291. left-hand batter with exceptionally good speed so the Mets infield has shortened up. Outfield very shallow. First pitch a curveball. It's too low. Ball one. Jackson has hit three home runs, driven in 25. And he is one of the leading candidates for the Rookie of the Year honor. Has stolen 47 bases, been thrown out 14 times. 1-0 pitch is taken over for a call strike. The count at 1-1. 
Jackson thrown out for the last time by Gray Goosen in the first inning when he tried to steal second base with a runner at third. Pitch back is looked at over the inside corner, and Jack Fisher has his second strike. The count one and two. First two batters for the Astros got on base. They were at first and third with no one out, but Jack Fisher worked out of the inning, getting Chuck Harrison hit into a double play. Next pitch is grounded slowly out to second, charging quickly. Uh, Chuck Keller, he has no play. Chuck couldn't get the ball out of the glove, and Jackson beat the play out. So Sonny Jackson with two for two now. That's the fourth hit off Jack Fisher. And with two men away, the batter will be the second baseman, Joe Morgan. Oh, that speed is quite an asset. The Dodgers did not score in the top of the second. So the score, the Dodgers nothing, Philadelphia nothing. Todd Osteen pitching for the Dodgers with a record of 17 and 13. His best winning year. And Chris Short looking for his 19th win. He has 10 losses pitching for the Phillies. Phillies batting in the bottom half of the second. First pitch to Joe Morgan, a fastball that's called strike one. Morgan walked in a 3-1 pitch his first time up and then was involved in the double play. They got the Mets out of the inning in the first. Morgan, a left-hand batter, also with good speed, batting 286. Sonny Jackson leading off at first base. No score in the game. Next pitch is swung on in this. Curveball that time, strike two. Jackson there. Big lead. He's going. The pitch is outside. The throw down the second base is not in time, and he slides in safely with his 48th stolen base. This is his rookie year. He has set an all-time record for stolen bases in the National League by a rookie, and he is now threatening the Major League record as he has picked up his 48th stolen base. Tony Jackson stealing second in scoring position now with the count one and two. Ball was high and away, and a good pitch to throw for Gray Goosen, but he couldn't get it down there in time. So Jackson now stands all even with Gray Goosen. He has been thrown out once, and he has stolen one. Now the one-two pitch, a let-up foul back over the top of the screen. Count stays at one and two.
positively the bottom half of the third of the scoreless ball game, and Eddie Basu will lead off for the Mets here against Larry Durker. Larry, a right-hander. Big, strong, young boy. Fine record this year of pitching for the Houston Astros. The first pitch is called the ball. Durker has 110 and lost seven. The all-time record for stolen bases by any ball player in the major leagues is 49, so Sonny Jackson's one behind tying that record. Back in 1910. Next pitch is called a strike, and the count evens out at one and one. It was set in 1910 by Rolla Zelder, who was playing for the Chicago White Sox in his rookie year. Now the one-one pitch, a slider outside. Count two balls, one strike. So we might see another history-making record broken here in this. Three-game series, the Mets playing against the Astros to conclude the 1966 season. Ball game tonight, ball game tomorrow night. The game tomorrow night, Rob Gardner is pitching for the Mets against Chris Zachary. Next pitch is hit in the air, out toward right field. Rusty Stobb ambles to his right, makes the play. Mets will close out the season with a Sunday game at 2 o'clock. Napoleon now batting for the first time. Eddie Bissou before flying out, batting with an average of 222. Napoleon hitting 233. Eddie has been at bat 30 times for the Mets and has had seven hits, two of them double. And Durker with a fastball gets a foul strike at strike one. Bonus ball game, the Astros with all the base hits, they have four. Durker has retired his first seven batters. One strike delivery by the right-hander. Curves it rolls off the table over the knees. A strike two call. Durker has a big rolling curveball and has a hard fastball. Here's his two-strike pitch. Again, the curve, and this one breaks down too far. One ball, two strikes. Now Durker back to Napoleon, and the pitch is a fastball, and Danny has a vicious swing, and the pitch is swung on and missed for strike three. Third strikeout for Barry Durker. That pitch was out of the strike zone, up in his eye. And now we're two men away here in the third. The batter will be Jack Fisher. Jack Fisher. Jack has been up 65 times. He's had six hits. And he takes the first pitch. It's called a ball. Fisher's had two doubles, driven in no run. And has an 0.92 average. He's slightly under his weight. Now the 1-0 pitch, grounded out to short. Sonny Jackson charging, takes a half off. Throws wild to first base, but first base, but Chuck Harrison makes a good catch in the ball as he comes off the back down toward the whole plate side and then makes the tag on Jack Fisher off of the back by about three strides. Every tire is aside, and Larry Durker has now retired his first nine men in order. And the score at the end of three, the answer is nothing to mention. This is James Mason. 
Imagine, if you will, a dragon. A great red, fire-breathing dragon gone mad. Racing across the ground, leaping high into trees, jumping from limb to limb, chasing thousands of panic-stricken animals before it. A dragon so powerful that no force on earth can stop it. A fairy tale, you say. Then you've never seen a forest fire. And you probably haven't heard that nine out of ten forest fires are caused by careless people. Don't you be careless. Remember smoky bears, A, B, C's. A, always hold matches till cold. B, be sure to drown all campfires. Stir the ashes and drown them again. And C, crush all smokes dead out. Please, only you can prevent forest fires. the top of the fourth inning of a scoreless ball game. Houston Astros coming up against Jack Fisher. Jack has given up no runs, allowed four hits. He has struck out two, got them both in the third, and has walked one. First man that Jack will be pitching to will be the first baseman, Chuck Harrison, and he hits the first pitch on the fly out the left field. Moving back in the warning track and now waiting to make the catch is Danny Napoleon. In the top of the fourth, the batter now coming up is Rusty Stott. Rusty was out in a fine play by Bud Harrelson his first time up. Bud had to go deep in the hole, and then he made the long throw to first base to get the left-hand batter. Rusty batting 282 with 13 home runs and 80 runs rented in. And Fisher's second pitch of the inning is taken for a call strike as Rusty moves up as soda punch, but... Took the ball on through for a strike call. Good play, Rusty stopped straight away. Al Upo in right field is deep. Now Fisher with his one strike pitch. Breaking ball, it breaks down too low, and it's one and one. Fisher looking for his 11th victory. He's lost 14 this year. for the first time have three 10-game winners, three plus 10-game winners. Next pick is called a strike, and it's now one and two. At the end of two, the Dodgers, nothing. The Philadelphia Phillies, nothing. Lotto Steen with a 17-13 and 13 record against Chris Short, who has won 18 and lost 10. Ground ball hit out slowly toward the mound. Fisher picks it up, throws to first base, and retire Rusty's stop by about five steps. Well, the Mets have their second out here in the top of the fourth. And now the batter for the Astros will be Lee May, the left fielder. Lee beat out a hit to the right side of Eddie Bissou. Eddie made the play on the line. Lee May, a left-hand batter, but couldn't get the throw off the first base in time. Well, Lee May... His 100th hit this year, he's batting at 285. Next pitch is call the ball for the count 1-0 on Lee May. San Francisco scheduled against the Pirates, and it's still raining in Pittsburgh. Atlanta scheduled against Cincinnati, both foam because of rain. Chicago playing at St. Louis underway now. Ferguson Jenkins against Dick Hughes. Next pitch is popped up back of home. 
Coming back to make the catch is Greg Houston to retire the side. So a one, two, three inning for Jack Fisher. And the score to a three and a half inning, Houston nothing, the Mets nothing. Sometimes things roll easy and sometimes they don't roll at all. Either way, here's a song with a message for you. Roll on a Stadium. 
Open 8 to 6 on weekdays, 9 to 5, Saturdays and Sundays. The Met ticket office at Grand Central Station is at the foot of the 42nd Street on Vanderbilt Avenue route. It is open weekdays 8 to 6, Saturdays 8.30 to 4. There is a Met ticket office at Macy's in Manhattan, 34th Street and 7th Avenue. The ticket office is on the main floor near the 7th Avenue entrance. And for Long Islanders, there is a Met ticket office at Macy's. And Huntington, Long Island, in the Walt Whitman Shopping Center, it's open during regular store hours. Reservations for Boston Reserve seats may be made at all Howard Close stores during regular store hours and also at any branch of the manufacturer's hand of a trust company during packing hours. Season ticket applications for 1967 are now being accepted. Right ticket department, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, zip code 11368, our phone 672-3000 for information. Bill Heath is up. Fisher's pitch hits well in front of the plate, bounds in where it's blocked by Greg Goose and ball one. Johnny Mack Stadium in Philadelphia, going to the bottom half of the third inning. The Dodgers nothing, the Phillies nothing. Claude Osteen against Chris Short. San Francisco at Pittsburgh, Forbes Field, it's still raining. Here is a pitch low for a ball. 2-0 and now to Bill Heath, up for his second time. He grounded out second to first in the second inning. Here, Houston, no runs, four hits, no errors. The Mets, no runs, no hits, no errors. Fisher's delivery hit on the ground towards second. Hiller over, scoops it up, plays to Crane, who one away. Why don't you look for the Ryan Gold Chugger Mug display at your local store or tavern? The Chugger Mug looks and sounds just like what it is. It's a good thirst-quenching crack of beer. Twelve ounces of Ryan Gold Extra Dry, and you can drink it right from the mug. Asperman, he has been up one time, and he popped out to shortstop. Pitch is inside for a ball. Aspermani batting number eight in the Houston batting order. Fisher takes the sign from Goosen. No wind-up delivery, and the pitch is low. Two and oh. Nobody on base, and there is no score in the game. Here's two-o pitch. Swung on and missed. Turn A big hop up to Harrelson. He guns it across the crane bowl in time. Harrelson showing off a strong arm. Two away. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're tuned to 810 on your dial. WGY Schenectady, the smoothest sound around. The voice of the Mets in the great Northeast. Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Conner at Shea Stadium in New York. The Mets and the Astros, nothing, nothing. The first pitch to pitcher Larry Durker's outside for a ball. Durk has been up one time and he grounded out, pitcher to first. Here's a swing and a high foul ball to the right side and out of play. One and one to count out of Durker. 
Swing's a pretty good bat. He's got an OP cut at that one. WGY's newest venture into the sports world, a talk show about the 10 pin game, bowling, a program in which you may take an active part. Starting next week, Thursday, October 6th at 6.35 p.m., Let's Talk Bowling will make its debut. It'll be a 25-minute package filled with news from the world of bowling, stories about the big guys and the little fellows in the sport, tournament topics, high scores, plus a weekly guest. One of the top area bowlers will be on hand to help you with your game and answer your questions about bowling. Telephone number 374-3318. Make a note of it now. 374-3318. Remember, Let's Talk Bowling starts next week, Thursday, October 6th at 6.35 p.m. on WGY Schenectady. We're going now to the bottom half of the fifth inning. The Mets will be sending up Al Luplo to face right-hander Larry Durker, who up to this point through the first four innings has hurled a no-hitter. As the New York Mets not only have had no hits, they have had no base runners. As Larry Ducker has her perfect baseball. Retiring 12 men in a row, and Luplo has been up one time, grounded out pitcher to first. So the fans begin to buzz a little bit as we get along here to the bottom half of the fifth inning. And this uh, fine hurling performance by Ducker, who's 20 years of age and has already won 10 games this year for the Astros. Here's a pitch high and away for a ball. Tonight, throwing well. 
There's a two-strike delivery. In there for a call, strike three. Got an outside corner strike out number four for Decker. Young man now has retired 14 consecutive batters. Two men out, nobody on base in the fifth, and Greg Goosen's up. He's been up one time and was called out on strike. Goosen over to the Rosenberg. Fingers it briefly. Now let's send for a thousand catcher, Bill. He's dipped into the fluid wind-up in the pitch. Swung on, foul back off the screen. Out of place for strike one. Deck circle. There it goes to the Rosenberg again. Defensively, Houston aligns straight away. Strike one, pitch to Goosen. Curveball it on the ground, foul, back of third. He drilled that one hard, but foul by about a foot. Astro came over, couldn't nearly get to it. It rebounded all the way down to the left field corner where Lee May is tossing it back to the ball boy. But the count to Goosen now goes to two strikes. two-strike delivery. A little tight. One and two. Derker has faced 14 men and has retired them in order. Here's a one-two pick. Vaughn and fouled off into the seats on a play. Off to the left side. Well back into the field boxes. It's the last one. Bounds on up into the lowest deck. Coaching lines at first, and Whitey Herzog at third for the New York Mets. Here's a one-two pitch. Curveball, and it's a little low. Two and two, not a good one. It was a big motion by Derker as he came in with the curveball. Two-two delivery. Swung on and missed. Strikeouts for Jerker, and he has retired 15 consecutive batters in a perfect pitching performance. Through five innings of play, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Of course, the end of five full innings is Houston nothing and the Mets nothing. Sunday will be the final day of the season here at Chase Stadium, the Astros and the New York Mets, and it's been designated by the Mets as Man Appreciation Day at Chase Stadium. This year, the New York Mets drawn more fans than any Mets team ever has before coming into tonight's ball game. For 67 days, the Mets have drawn 1,882,267 fans. So the Mets management, with a wish to show their appreciation, has designated Sunday as Fan Appreciation Day. Now the youngsters coming into the ballpark, 16 years of age and under, will receive upon entering the park a replica of the Mets batting helmet. It's in Mets blue with foam rubber. By the way, the ground crew, Johnny McCarthy's ground crew, is getting a hand. They have been out to drag the diamond at the end of five as they come off. They're getting a hand from the fans who are in sort of a festive mood here tonight. And they'll be that way on Sunday, too. And there'll be a handsome gift for all the fans here on Sunday afternoon. As we go to the top half of the sixth inning, top of the batting order, Brock Davis up for the Houston Astros to face... Jack Fisher. 
Here is the pitch. It's in for a call strike as Davis squared around his throat about pulled the bat off. It was in the strike zone. Strike one. The Astros got two base hits on top of the first. Davis and Jackson had back-to-back base hits in the top of the first. Lee May had one in the second. Sonny Jackson had one in the third. Those are the four hits that Houston has. Here's a pitch on away. One and one to Brock Davis. Fisher has retired the last seven batters that he's faced, going back to Sonny Jackson's base hit in the third inning. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Curveball breaks low and off the shin guard of Greg Goose and on over to the corner of the left dugout. Two and one to Brock Davis with Sonny Jackson waiting there on deck. Fisher with his no wind-up delivery. Here's a swing and a ground ball to short. Harrelson gets the big out, plays the crane boom, and Brock Davis rounds out short to first. So now Fisher has retired eight consecutive batters. Sonny Jackson up. He's been up twice at both bases both times. Single in the first and beat out a slow roll of the second and the third. He was thrown out stealing in the first inning and stole a base his 48th of the season in the third inning. has had a fine rookie season at shortstop for the Houston Astros. Pitches high and away for a ball. The Astros this year, of course, have closed out their home schedule since they finish here and in 80 home days. They drew 1,872,108. Here's a pitch in for a call strike, one and one. So the Mets, of course, will outdraw the Houston Astros for the 1966 season at home. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Swung on it on the ground to second. Chuck Hiller up with the ball, plays to Crane Boom. And there are two men off. Now Joe Morgan's coming up. He had walked and was called out on strike. by Jack Fisher is outside. Ball one. Fisher takes the sign. Works 1-0. And it's high and away. Two balls, no strikes. delivery. Curveball. Blown away, so it is 3-0 now. Fisher takes just a moment, doing a little groundskeeping on the front side of the mound. This will be a 3-0 pitch to Joe Morgan. Fisher has walked one, struck out three. Pitches high and away, so he walks Morgan for the second time. 
Gives the Astros a runner at first base. First base. Fisher had retired nine consecutive batters before giving up the walk to Morgan on that pitch. Harrison has hit into a double play and brought out to left field. Here's Fitz that's inside for a ball. Commissioner of Baseball Ford Frick was doing a little visiting before tonight's ball game here at Shea City. Joe Morgan takes his lead at first and Fisher throws over, not in time. Again, Jack Fisher sets up and deals. Pitches low to Harrison, 2-0. Up batter and manager Grady Hatton's order. Hatton running the club from the coaching lines at third base here tonight. Now Fisher throws over, but Morgan's back safely with two men out. Fisher steps off the river. And at the plate, Chuck Harrison steps out. Now we start again with Morgan leading at first and a 2-0 sidearm delivery in there for a call strike. It's 2-1. Fisher going sidearm, brought it in. Rusty Staub moves out to the on-deck circle. Rob Gardner against Chris Zachary. 2-1 pitch. Swung on and line. Down the line in left field. It is a fair ball going to the corner. Morgan's on his way to third. Napoleon up with the ball. Morgan's being held up at third base. The relay comes in. Morgan's safe at third. And Chuck Harrison is at second with a double. Hit number five for the Astros off Jack Fisher. Houston has runners second and third. Two men out. Rusty Stop coming up. That ball was drilled on the line and left by Chuck Harrison. It went all the way to the wall. Morgan under a full head of steam. Round his second came charging on to turn at third. Grady Hatton, the coach at third base, came down the line and held him up so that the relay came in in the third. He was on the back. Right fielder. has grounded out short to first and grounded out pitcher to first so far tonight. The Astros are batting in the top half of the sixth inning. There's no score in this game. Dobbs chokes up on the bat a little bit. Fisher works straight away. It's a swing and a ground ball to second. Chuck Hiller over up with it. Plays to Greenpool and the side is out. The Astros no runs. They had a hit and a walk. No errors from two left. The score at the end of five and a half innings is Houston nothing to Mets nothing. This is Earl Putney inviting you to join us on WGY Radio every Saturday evening beginning October 1st when Preview moves to a different time period. We'll be with you 6.15 to 7 every Saturday evening with interviews with important or new authors reviewing bestsellers. 
book notes about forthcoming publications of importance or interest to you. The world of books is full of interest, adventure, politics, science, education, poetry, and we'll glean the list of children's books and recommend those you might care to add to your family library. New music, top entertainers, all for you and yours on preview, 615 to 7, Saturday evening, beginning October 1st. William Sayers, author of the new novel about a Peace Corps reject, is going to be our guest, and reviews of this book have been favorable. I think you'll enjoy our conversation with author William Sayers about his book titled Do Good, published by Holt, Reinhardt, and Winston. That's preview 615 to 7 every Saturday evening on WGY Schenectady.
fans here have become aware in this last uh, two innings that Larry Durker has something special going. Here's the pitch inside for a ball. So they've begun to stir around a little. Count is 2-0 to Jack Fisher. That's your batting in the bottom half of the six. There's no score in the game. Here's a swing a ground ball. That is second deep of third, and it's a foul ball. Very close, and uh, as for Monty, one of them played the ball, threw it on, but it is a foul ball. And a 2-1 got to Fisher. Astro was about three steps back of the bag as he made the play on the ball. Fisher now back, steps in with a 2-1 count. Durker's pitch. Low for a ball. So now Larry Durker has gone behind three balls and one strike to Jack Fisher. The Mets, of course, have not had a base runner. As Durker has pitched perfect baseball to this point, there are two men out. Here's a 3-1 pitch. Fisher taking all the way. Bluffs the front. It's in there for a call. Strike two. So the count's out pulled to Fisher. Now, he was taking that one all the way as he squared around in an exaggerated bunting movement to take the pitch. Here is the payoff delivery. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left. And going back into the warning track. And now coming back in is Lee May. He makes the catch on the outfield grass after having retreated first onto the track and then come in. Rides out in order. Durker's perfect game is still in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Towards the end of six full innings is Houston nothing and the Mets nothing. Bob Murphy will be along for the play-by-play in just a moment. Right now, here's a word, triangle.
the ninth inning. As Larry Durker bids for a perfect game. He will face the bottom third of the batting order. Ed Brousseau, Dan Napoleon, Jack Fisher. A ground ball, bounce to second base. Hiller is there, grabs the hop, throws to Crane, throws two down. But unless the Astros can get a run on the top of the ninth inning. Perfect game for nine innings to no avail. Bill Heath is the batter. He's been up three times and bounced out all three. The last time into a double play. Line drive, tight hitter. Edward Sue shortens up a little bit at third and plays wide of the line. And the pitch by Jack Fisher. A drive in the air to center. Leon Jones is under it waiting. And he puts it away, and the side is out one, two, three. Jack Fisher has cut off the Astros over nine innings. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And at the end of eight and a half innings, it's the Houston Astros nothing and the New York Mets nothing. Bring enough money to make a decent life for yourself and your wife and kids. Poverty means depressing, frustrating hopelessness. Everybody is against poverty. As a country, we've declared war against it. But that's much too easy to say. If you're really committed to helping people find the way out of the misery of poverty, then VISTA is something for you to find out about. VISTA, volunteers in service to America. You don't give money, you don't give food or clothes. What you give is you. For a year, you live among the poor. They get to know you, and you get to know them as people, as human beings. Will they like you? It all depends. Maybe a year in Vista will tell you something about the sort of person you are, too. Write to Vista, Box B, Washington, D.C. Line drive and May racing toward the left field line. 
the last of it reached across trying to get a glove on it. The ball hit his glove and again it appears from here. Carried away and he had to go after it. Down in the Houston dugout, a number of the players glancing up at the press box with a feeling that that should have been scored as an error instead of a double. And Berger has now been deprived of his no-hitter, but I want to tell you that was a tough one to score. I would not have wanted to be the official scorer. There was nothing easy about it. You can certainly see where the ball could have been caught, but by the same person, it was a mighty tough chance. is coming out of the dugout as the pinch hitter. Your attention, please. Ladies and gentlemen. Jim Bunning hurled his perfect game here at Shea Stadium on June 14th, two years ago. And Larry Durker had a perfect game over eight innings. He had retired 24 to 74. Now Ron Hunt is going to hit for Danny Napoleon.
The infield will be in. The outfield is playing extremely shallow. The long outfield fly would win the ball game, and so Grady Hatton brings them in close. The infield is camped tight at the edge of the infield draft. And the count is one ball and one strike on Ron Hunt. Larry Durker looking in for his sign now. It's one ball and one strike on Ron. Ron hitting 285, hoping to drive that winning run home. Mets nothing, Houston nothing. Last of the ninth inning. Pursue on third, nobody out. Now the windup by Durker. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss and a curve, and the bat goes all the way down to third. Larry Durker really broke off a major league curveball and badly fooled Ron Hunt. Whitey Herzog brings the bat back to him. with a double to left. Took third on a wild pitch, and Durker hoping to work his way out of it. He has struck out six in this game tonight. Now has gone in front on Hunt one and two. Here's the pitch on the way. That is inside ball two. It's two and two on Ron Hunt. need of that long outfield fly to break this one up. Here's the windup by Durker and the 2-2 pitch. And it's a line drive off the glove of Joe Morgan racing home as they pursue the game further. The next minute, one to the Heading for a slide home. With the infield in, that line drive was almost caught by Joe Morgan.
Mercer shut out the Astros the last time the Mets were in Houston, and he has shut them out here tonight for his second shutout of the year. by winning tonight has won his 11th game of the year. Jack now is 11 and 14. The loser, Larry Durker. Larry now has won 10 and lost 7. What a ball game this one. Fisher pitched brilliantly in his own rack. On several occasions, Jack pitched out of a jam. For example, in the first inning of the game tonight, the Astros had runners on first and third, nobody out. Sonny Jackson, who came into the game with 47 steals, tried to steal, and was cut down by Greg Goosen, and Fisher did a good job of keeping him close. After Morgan walked, Fisher got the cleanup batter Harrison to hit into a double play to retire the side. In the second inning, Fisher got the side out to the man in scoring position and only one man away. He pitched out of a jam in the sixth inning when there were runners on second and third, but he got rusty sobs to bounce off. He pitched out of a jam in the eighth inning. He had a courageous night going and pitched a very strong ball game. The Mets winning their 66th game of the year. The crowd was 11,017. 